Hi everyone, it's me Jo, and for issue two of Agitprop, I wanted to give you a collection of interviews because this podcast was something that I've been wanting to do for quite some time, and my natural tendency is to tell stories and to talk, and one of the things that I wanted to do is actually give you a little bit of an insight into my life, into things that I get to experience and enjoy, and one of the things that I've been focused on in this whole ambition of creating Agitprop is to show an example of an LGBT person who has accomplished things or has been in rooms that weren't expected. Part of the reason why I wanted to create a business called Team Baron was to make people laugh and smile and to also bring attention to kind of like this fairy tale that's not been accessible to other queer people. Um, when you are LGBT, obviously you're not entitled to take a title if said partner was to be given one. So it doesn't apply in the same way. So when I found out actually that the Baron, who I nicknamed my partner, obviously, when I found out his descendant was Broderick Layton, it was kind of interesting because it was like, wow, this is a strange scenario to be in. But also, what would the outcome be? I would never be a Baroness had that been his title. So... I thought if I referred to myself as the Baroness, it would be a tongue-in-cheek conversation starter. Anything is a possibility, and just because you haven't seen a lot of examples of it doesn't mean it's unachievable. Now, I have been working for quite some time with a number of organisations, and I'm very specific about things that I want to accomplish. And when I was looking at organisations to partner with, I had an opportunity to connect with the Prince's Trust. The Prince's Trust is an organisation that really goes out of their way to help young people um, of all creeds and all orientations, identities and cultures. And they prepare young people for starting business. They support young people in work and finding work. They are really great with their partners because they are very much a high profile organisation. So they have a lot of confidence in when you are to partner with the Prince's Trust, there are so many opportunities um, for both the business and for the individuals that are in employment. So it's a really amazing, amazing foundation and organisation run by His Royal Highness Prince Charles. And what happens is I basically was on the Prince's Trust scheme myself. I was a young person learning about business. So when I actually went to college, I was doing my A-levels and I was really trying to find a way of doing my dream of creating and making my own business a legitimacy and when I decided to work in makeup I really wanted to source funding and I spent all my birthday money actually creating my first products and when I started to learn that there was such a a room to explore in makeup I didn't know enough about the business side of things it's something that we're not taught about I think deliberately and What happens is you need to secure funding through some route or you can't start on that chain. So if people are unable to access support, mentorship, understanding a business, it's very difficult for you to actually start developing your own business. So the Prince's Trust offer a scheme for young people called the Enterprise Scheme. This scheme is basically a course where you attend within your area and they go through how to create a business plan. And 
I was so passionate about this and when I actually designed my first makeup brushes it was with the Prince's Trust so when I wanted to launch my business and I wanted to go out there and create my own presence and now my career has been such an incredible achievement I was in contact with the Prince's Trust and I was really really amazed because one of the businesses that was being awarded at my first Prince's Trust Awards I attended was actually Plus Equals. So the creator of Plus Equals, which I hope we will do a mini interview for my website as well, she actually went to my school. She was in a couple of years below me and she saw me as an example of someone that had gone out there and created my own dreams. And it was just a really amazing affirmation for me. And the Prince's Trust invited me to be a celebrity ambassador and I have a contract for a year. And it's been a real incredible achievement because I work very, very hard to be something different and to be myself and to not matter where I come from, what I look like, what I present as, but to be respected in every room I enter. And the Princess Trust have treated me in such an incredible way and I've been in one of their campaigns. So it's a real privilege to me and I really am full of gratitude for the Princess Trust and all the work they do. And I do encourage you to look into what they do if you are interested in starting businesses because they do give you mentorship. A lot of people that I know are very creative, but sometimes you have to pair that with a little bit of logic and they give you the blueprint of how to do that. So during the Prince's Trust Awards, um, I had the opportunity to sit through His Royal Highness's speech and I wanted to give you a little excerpt from that because it was something that was quite amazing to me. It was something that was very intriguing to hear and the examples of the young people that had actually been awarded were really a testament to the range that the Prince's Trust does for young people and the support they offer. So I hope this is a great introduction to my series and have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe now how many years I've been doing this, but uh, every year I come, I have this slight anxiety that uh, Quite a lot of you in the audience have been here before, and that I'm merely repeating myself, <laughs> which I can only apologise. But one thing I will go on saying every year is just how enormously grateful I am to Philip and Fern for the remarkable efforts they've made today to make sure all this uh, celebration of the awards ceremony had been so, uh, so special. In fact, I have a feeling that uh, it won't be long before we, we need to celebrate Philip's uh, Silver Jubilee as a, a Prince's Trust ambassador. He is unbelievably loyal and, and devoted, and uh, it makes such an enormous difference, if I may say so. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the other thing about these awards is that it gives me such enormous pride to hear about the, the way in which the Trust has helped to turn around people's lives, the people you've heard about this afternoon. And uh, when you think that Grace Graham has done so much to turn her life around, the other great thing is I've discovered somebody who might be able to come and sort out my neck. <laughs> 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 
the other thing I found out today is, that, is I've discovered a long lost relation in. in <laughs> from Edward III, which uh, was interesting, so I must do some research for <laughs> Anyway, the, the, um, the only thing missing this year has been Anton Deck, because they always supply me with some very good, uh, very good jokes. So um, I'm going to have to write for them and thank them for appearing uh, in, in their slightly uh, disembodied form. <laughs> But listen, I just wanted to say that uh, the wonderful thing is that the Trust has been able, as a result of all the fantastic staff we have, and you've seen just the impact that mentors can have on the lives of young people, let alone all those wonderful staff who do all the work in, in helping to give young people the confidence and self-esteem that they all talk about, that helps prevent them committing suicide that, that, that literally transformed their lives. So it is a wonderful opportunity for me just to say another immense thank you to them, so often unseen and unsung, all over the country in the Prince's Trust centres. It has enabled us to help more than 950,000 young people. We're very nearly at the million. Uh, and I hope we can support many, many more young people in the future. This year alone, the Trust will support 60,000 young people. And the wonderful thing is currently, 78% of young people who complete a program through my Trust go on to achieve a positive outcome. And that again is a fantastic tribute to all the people who work so hard to achieve that. The other thing you may have noticed is the, the fact that we've managed to uh, develop the international trust side of things, the Princess Trust International. And uh, we launched it in uh, the Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting in 2015 in Malta. And it now works in Australia, Barbados, Canada, Greece, India, Jordan, Malta, New Zealand, and Pakistan. And for me, a very special part of this year's ceremony has been having people from some of these countries to come and receive awards. And by the end of this year, we would have worked with 4,218 people around the globe. In total, we've supported 10,382 young people uh, since 2015, and we aim to try and work with 100,000 young people over the next five years. So all I can say, ladies and gentlemen, is watch this space, and uh, I very much hope that we can go on making an even more uh, important contribution to the lives of young people, to investing in their future and our future in this country. And you can imagine, uh, it moves me greatly to see the difference that can be made to them. So if I may say so, uh, thank you all for coming, for the contribution you make, particularly the donors and the supporters without whom we could not do any of this. So it is a wonderful team effort, and uh, well, look what it's done to me. I'm gradually shrinking <laughs> and uh, shriveling up. <laughs> Everybody else goes on. Thank you. <laughs>
there's a quick excerpt from His Royal Highness. Now, I am extremely excited for what's happening with the Prince's Trust. They've got a number of amazing new partnerships, including with Gap. And I would like you guys to check out all their social media and find out a little bit more about what they do. Maybe if you have been someone that wanted to start a business but wasn't sure how to create a business plan or source funding, this could be a start to your journey. So if you would like to, um, you can reach out to me directly and I can forward their details to you. Or you can ask me for advice. I'm very eager to partner and help with young people as a mentor because I have had success in my own field and I would like to encourage that in more people, especially LGBT and marginalised creatives. And coming full circle, um, my business with the Baron, <laughs> Team Baron, is a creative agency. And what we're actually hoping to do in the next few months is to start representing other people. I have been a self-sufficient, self-funded business person with no management and I have had the highest profile campaigns and influence I can have. Um, I think it would be an incredible opportunity to share what I've accomplished with other people and to give you the spirit of perfect androgyny, I've always wanted to share my platform with others. So stay tuned for what's coming. I've also got a few interviews this episode and this issue they're all going to be released after this one and some of my interviews include the wonderful 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 author Cola Booth who is my friend and an incredible incredible fighter for justice especially in her home country of Sudan and for equal rights within um, all the work she does she's very interesting in the way that she writes because she celebrates examples of people we don't we don't often see as the main character of a story. Um, and her interview will explain much more about what she does and what she's been through, because she's a fascinating person. In addition to that, I've also got the amazing Lahani Noor. Lahani Noor is a psychotherapist who actually is on a BBC show called Sex on the Couch, which is a basically an insight into couples therapy. And she has an incredible story herself. Um, her parents were first-generation migrants to England, and she's gone through an incredible experience that I think you guys would relate to or be interested in hearing more from. And I wanted to go through a little bit about her work in treating people with trauma because when we start opening these conversations up, we get the opportunity to learn and someone else's example can offer healing to ourselves. Next on my list is someone that I have been personally listening to for quite some time and she's delving into more the metaphysical stuff that I'd like to explore with Agitprop. So to some of you this might be a little bit out there but to me it's very interesting stuff. This is a lady called Nora Herald. Now Nora is what is described as a channel. This is someone that actually goes into a form of trance and through them allows spirits or other entities or collectives to speak through them. It's very interesting. She is also on the Bernie Sanders campaign. So it's it's a double-layered fascination for me. And anyone that would know me knows this wouldn't come as a shock because I'm incredibly spiritual and I'm incredibly interested in metaphysics. So it would be very interesting for me to um, share that one with you. I've also got LGBT icon Jimmy James, who is probably one of my favourite people um, from the American drag history of the last 50 years because of his absolute devotion and finesse when recreating Marilyn Monroe. 
I have credited him as being one of my inspirations on my platform before. So it's going to be very exciting um, to talk a little bit about what he's done because since the drag race phenomena has come to fruition, a lot of the icons that started uh, the journey of mainstreaming drag haven't been given their dues in a way that I would like them to. Um, issue three is actually pretty much finished. I've been working for quite some time now on securing partnerships for my website. So it's more of a income stream for me, which is just being quite transparent. I never expected this to be an income stream because I haven't paid anything to make the site. I did everything myself. So it's not been an expense other than hosting. So to have such an incredible website and incredible content up there has been a privilege to do because it kind of happened in an organic way. But issue two, I had a very big partner and my theme of issue two was health. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a selection of things whilst we are waiting for approval. Now for issue three, I have nearly finished and I'm very excited to share with you a little bit of my favorites. So not gonna give you too much yet. That one's gonna be more um, insightful. So I'm very, very excited with how things are going and I appreciate the love you guys have shown for Agitprop. And today and this week, um, I've been doing interviews actually in the opposite side of the questions. Um, it's been very interesting to go through with people like Madeline Spencer, who is one of the most, she's probably one of the most prominent beauty journalists in this country. Um, I was on her podcast, Beautiful Lives, and she is an incredible, incredible person to chit chat to. And I've never put my work into a timeline where you can actually see where I came from. So that interview is coming out, which I'm really excited about because she was, her podcast has been on all the top lists of new podcasts. So hopefully you guys will listen to that one too. All right, guys. Well, I hope this has been a fun interview to start my next series and check out everything I've mentioned and enjoy the website. I also added all of the veganary fast food that you could grab from all your favorite restaurants, but from a home cook point of view. So go and try them out and let me know how you got on with them. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy, take care, and I'll speak to you in the next episode.